Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Respond to a shooting and find five dead. I'm Nick Ainelli. Someone shoots into a crowd of middle schoolers in Greenbelt. Now a 13-year-old facing serious charges. 9-11 anniversary events in our area. I'm Matt Small. UMD rolls on a busy day in college football, and it's the first Sunday of the NFL season. One o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Britain remains in mourning, but now does have a funeral plan in place for the late Queen Elizabeth for a week from Monday. Her oldest son is now formally Charles III, monarch of the United Kingdom, soon to appear on currency in Britain and elsewhere in the Commonwealth. The last time a new monarch graced a British coin was in 1953, then featured on a banknote in 1960. Today, her face is on more than 4.7 billion British banknotes and 29 billion coins. This is the coin of the realm. So it's important to make sure that you have a symbolic recognition of the fact that you have a new head of state. Historians predict new coins and notes will begin circulating by 2023 in some Commonwealth nations. Elise Preston, CBS News. New York. The death of their grandmother and the succession of their father to the throne has brought together two somewhat estranged members of the royal family. This is a surprise. Prince William and Harry here together putting aside their differences. Today they are two brothers united again in grief. But it doesn't mean the canyon between the brothers is healed, says royal author Robert Lacey. These brothers are professionals. They know they have a job to do. Um, and at the moment, the job they want to do is honor the queen. Their fractures widened after Harry and Meghan's interview with Oprah. Correspondent Remy Innocencio in London. In eastern Ukraine, a surprising counteroffensive against invading and occupying Russian troops. The sound of battle as Ukrainian troops push forward catching Russian forces off guard. For six months, we prayed you would come, one woman said. The string of victories appears to include the city of Kupiansk, which was a key supply hub for the Russians. Ukraine's flag is now flying there once again. In some areas, the Russian front line has collapsed though Moscow now claims its troops were in fact deployed elsewhere. That is the BBC's Orla Guerin in Ukraine. There will be new arguments next week in a Florida courtroom over material seized by the FBI at ex-President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. A judge he appointed just before leaving office has ruled for his motion to involve a third-party arbitrator. In a filing, the Department of Justice said the special master should not review the documents with classification markings and should not adjudicate claims of executive privilege. Keep in mind, the FBI has already logged all the evidence it sees from Mar-a-Lago, so they know what they have. The issue now is what investigators can do with it. Correspondent Christina Ruffini at the White House. This is CBS News. You need to hire fast and hire right? You need Indeed. Their all-in-one hiring platform helps you attract, interview, and hire efficiently. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 103 on Sunday morning. It is September 11th, 2022. 72 of the nation's capital. Overnight showers down to the upper 60s. Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. A man is accused in a series of indecent exposures along the Washington and Old Dominion Trail. 
A man has now been arrested. Police say 42-year-old Juan Alfredo Rodriguez of Herndon was arrested on Thursday, arrested on warrants from another state. But so far, Fairfax County Police are being mum on how they managed to track him down, only to say they will hold a news conference to provide more details about the arrest on Monday. Fairfax County and Herndon Police did confirm they linked Alfredo Rodriguez to several incidents of indecent exposure that happened on the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in August. He now faces three counts of indecent exposure and is being held without bond. Del Walters, WTOP News. An investigation underway in Northern Maryland after two parents and their three kids found dead in a home. Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. They were found in a home in Elk Mills near the Delaware border. This is a tragic and terrible day for our county and community. Cecil County Sheriff Scott Adams. All the deceased appear to have suffered gunshot wounds. A semi-automatic handgun was located near the deceased adult male. He says four schools in the area were put on alert as the shooting unfolded, though he says investigators don't think there's any threat to the public. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The two adult victims are identified as 39-year-old Marcus Edward Milligan and 37-year-old Tara Davina Ricker Milligan. Law enforcement say they are say the two people are the parents of the other three victim children, ages 14, 11, and 8. It's 105. A 13-year-old faces second-degree attempted murder charge after a shooting on Wednesday. Greenbelt police say the teen fired several rounds at a group of middle school boys walking home from school. None of the boys was hit. This was near Spring Hill Lane and Spring Hill Drive. Because of the suspect's age, his name not being released by authorities. Students in Prince George's County are apparently struggling. New test scores show most students testing below grade level in math and English. Fewer than 25% of students are meeting expectations for reading and language arts. Math scores are worse. Chief Academic Officer Dr. Judith White. Data-informed instruction. We've set aside days in our curriculum and all of our mathematics curriculums where there is time for teachers to meet with students based on data. Our teachers are trained on what they see in their data and how to go back and reassess students and how to go back and reteach. Last week, test scores for D.C. students showed math and reading scores dropping to the lowest levels in five years. It's a problem nationwide blamed on the pandemic and learning loss. Some parts of the, the country and the world will come to a brief halt later today, as it does every year on this date. Today is the 21st anniversary of 9-11. WTOP's Matt Small with more on the events planned here. In the district, D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti headlines an 8.46 a.m. service honoring law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty and those who have died in the years since. It'll be at the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial on East Street Northwest. President Joe Biden delivers remarks at a 9 a.m. observance ceremony at the National 9-11 Pentagon Memorial honoring the 184 people killed there. Events begin when the sun rises at 6.40 with a large flag unfurling on the Pentagon's west side. And in Alexandria, Mayor Justin Wilson will be among the speakers during a 10 a.m. remembrance ceremony at Market Square in front of City Hall, weather permitting. Matt Small, WTOP News. Just ahead after traffic and weather on the Sunday morning from WTOP. An arrest in connection with a Friday kidnapping in the district and Hyattsville finally getting that new public safety building. It's 107. Starting today, Shannon Bream is the new host of Fox News Sunday. 
I've had in this front row seat to history over the last 15 years. The policies that are set here in the nation's capital affect everybody living in this country. Now, a proud Sunday morning tradition continues. I think for a lot of people, it sets the tone for the week. I'm excited to have these longer form conversations where you really dig into what matters and to really call people to task. Don't miss Shannon Bream as she hosts Fox News Sunday today. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. It's 108. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start in the WTOP Traffic Center with Carlos Ramirez. Thanks, Ian, and thank you to several listeners for letting us know about the newest accident seen on the southbound side of 395. Looks like it is on your approach towards the exit for Glebe Road and Seminary Road. Looks like two right lanes are currently blocked through the area. Do be ready to move to the left-hand side. Uh, looks like you have at least two lanes available to you. Uh, they did just turn that camera around. Multiple vehicles along the right-hand side of the roadway. Looks like you will approach at speed. Some folks having to slam on their brakes pretty abruptly there. Do be careful. Again, southbound side of 395 after 27 on your approach towards Glebe Road. That's where you're going to find them. Interloop traffic looks good. No issues from the Springfield Interchange all the way up towards the American Legion Bridge. The ramp that takes you from the northbound side of the GW Parkway onto the outer loop. Currently dealing with a work crew there on the right-hand side. Eastbound 66, you got the work zone after 234, the Prince William Parkway. You should find them along the left-hand side. In Maryland, southbound Branch Avenue near Surratt's Road, that crash still blocking the far left lane with the investigation. Expect to see some brake lights there, but looks like the delays are starting to lighten up a little bit as traffic lightens up as well. Southbound side of 295, you're slow from the 11th Street Bridge down towards the Suitland Parkway, work zone letting by a single lane. Same story northbound, not nearly as many delays, but just a single lane gets by the work crew after the Suitland Parkway. Westbound side of the Bay Bridge has two right lanes blocked with the work crew. Single left lane gets you by. Looks like you will have have all lanes available to you by the time you get down towards about the College Parkway. I-95 in the BW Parkway in Maryland looking pretty good. No issues on 270 to report as of now. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 is tomorrow at Theodore with your Sunday morning forecast. Can't seem to shake those clouds. Patchy fog as well this morning. When it's not cloudy, it's raining. And when it's not raining, it's cloudy. So expect on and off showers throughout the day. Be careful for any instances of isolated flooding. For your Monday, more rain is likely with highs in the low 80s. Temperatures top off in the upper 70s today, and we hit the low 80s for your Monday with more rain likely. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Most of the heavy shower activity now moving to the north and west, but more sliding to slide up I-95 through Virginia. Pockets of showers as well in Prince George's County from about Upper Marlboro toward Bowie. It is 75 at DuPont Circle, 70 at Annandale, 69 in Germantown. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1-11. Two people from Texas are behind bars after a kidnapping in the district. Happened Friday afternoon in the 100 block of Michigan Avenue, Northeast. D.C. police say a man and a teen approached a woman and forced her into a car. They then left the area. Virginia State Police say they found the car later in Wytheville, Virginia. All three inside the car. The woman had no apparent injuries. 
Police arrested 28-year-old Carlos Castillo and a 16-year-old boy, both from Houston, Texas. They will be extradited to D.C. to face charges. Police say the case appears to be domestic. It's taken over a decade to get to this point, but the city of Hyattsville is finally getting a new public safety building. It's a building on Hamilton Street that the city bought over a decade ago. The bricks here are fading. The paints around the windows cracked and peeling. But soon, this old building will become the new public safety headquarters here in Hyattsville. The current HQ is near Route 1, but this one is more centrally located. And reduces our response time to Ward 3 and Ward 5 of the city to, from 2 minutes down to 30 to 45 seconds. Police Chief Jared Tower says it'll also be more accessible to the residents who live here. It's going to give us opportunity to engage the community on a, on a much larger platform. It's hard for us to, right now to have the community in our current facility. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. It's 1-12 and it is a certain sign of fall. Bow hunting season for deer opened this weekend in Fairfax County and runs through February. Archery is the main tool used in Fairfax County to manage high-density white-tailed deer herds. The season, which opened this weekend, goes until February 18th. Inside Nova reports, the bow hunting takes place on about 100 properties. Hunters may only take shots from tree stands to ensure that missed shots strike the ground. Ground-level bow hunting is prohibited in Fairfax County parks. Bow hunters harvested 726 deer last season. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Just ahead on this Sunday morning from WTOP, a big fall college football Saturday and a big day for UMD and the pros taking to the field in earnest. It is the first Sunday of the 2022 NFL season. Frank Hanrahan breaking it all out next, 113. Hi, I'm Frank, owner of a plumbing company and an expert in fixing the leaks in your house. However, I was also finding leaks in my marketing plan. New jobs weren't flowing in, and our outreach to potential customers kept getting clogged. Finally, we had enough and called 2060 Digital. Their team of experts became an extension of our marketing team and developed a custom strategy to reach our customers where they lived. Instead of paying for TV ads that reach anyone, we're targeting our videos to people looking for plumbers within the driving range of our trucks. Instead of being on the second page of search results, we're ahead of the other guys and are the top result for people searching for plumbers in key neighborhoods. Instead of losing to the competition, we're flushing them down the drain. Now our office is overflowing with leads. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. It's 114. Are you ready for a change? Job Corps provides free career training that opens doors for low-income 16 to 24-year-olds. We can help you earn your high school diploma and learn the skills you need to level up your career. With our hands-on training in over 100 career areas, you will gain real work experience while being surrounded by a supportive community. The best part? It's completely free. All housing, meals, medical and dental care, and training gear are supplied at no cost to you. We provide everything you need to confidently begin your career. What are you waiting for? Get started today by visiting jobcorps.gov or call 800-733-JOBS. It's time to take the next step in your career journey. Your future is what you make it. Job Corps, careers begin here. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 106 with, uh, check that, 115, I should say, with Frank Hanrahan. Maryland Terps football improves to 2-0 after thrashing Charlotte 56-21. Virginia, losers at Illinois 24-3. Virginia Tech was a winner over Boston College. Howard falls at South Florida. Georgetown loses to Lehigh. And Navy also a loser on Saturday at home to Memphis. Speaking of home, Commanders kicking off their NFL season on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nationals will try to avoid the sweep on Sunday afternoon after losing to the Phillies 8-5. Joey Manessis, two-run homer for the Nationals in the loss. Bryce Harper had a two-run dinger for the Phillies. Orioles got thrashed by the Red Sox 17-4. Albert Pujols, homer number 696, moves into a tie for fourth all-time on the home run list. D.C. United draws 0-0 at Real Salt Lake and WSL. It was the Spirit beating San Diego 4-3. U.S. Open Women's Final. Iga Swiatek takes the title. Men's Final on Sunday. Kasparud versus Carlos Alcaraz from New York. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Britain's late Queen Elizabeth leaves her Balmoral estate for the last time in just a few hours. The Queen's body will be transported to Edinburgh, the Scottish capital, to lie there briefly before returning to London on Monday. Her state funeral will be a week from tomorrow, and many world leaders will be there. CBS News is reporting new grand jury subpoenas dropping for several associates of former President Trump. This is part of the investigation reportedly centering on fundraising activities by the Trump team and associates following the 2020 election. Ukrainian forces launching an offensive which apparently caught invading Russian forces flat-footed. Russia's defense ministry now acknowledging that forces are pulling back in the eastern Kharkiv region after Ukrainian defenders made significant advances. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 117. It is a famous landmark, a world-famous landmark along the banks of the Potomac in the district. But a new exhibit at the Kennedy Center answers the question, what exactly is the connection between President John F. Kennedy and the arts. I've seen many great exhibitions in Washington and many great museums, but this one is really at the top. Kennedy Center board member and philanthropist David Rubenstein spoke at the unveiling of the new exhibit, Art and Ideals, President John F. Kennedy. It spotlights how the former president championed the arts, and Rubenstein says it will introduce JFK's role to future generations. And my children and others will now say, now I understand why the Kennedy Center is named for President Kennedy. Now I can see why he deserved to have this name after him. The permanent exhibit will open September 17th and will be free to the public. At the Kennedy Center, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8th and right back to Carlos in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. If you're headed southbound on 395, on your approach towards Seminary Road and Glebe Road, you still got that accident scene and currently blocking two right lanes. Stay to the far left. There's no delay behind it, so you will approach at speed. Do be ready to move over to the left-hand side. Northbound side doesn't seem to be affected right now. You'll be okay headed across the 14th Street Bridge. 66, of course, uh, looks like the majority of the work crews are going to be on the eastbound side, so keep an eye out for them. First one you're going to stumble upon is going to be near 234 Prince William Parkway. Should have the left side blocked as you continue past uh, the Manassas rest area. Looks like we may have an accident scene there. Right past the Manassas rest area, looks like it should be blocking part of the far most right lane, so be aware of that one there. As you continue eastbound towards Centerville, not 
seeing the work crew out that way. Though if you're headed westbound near 28, you will find the left lane blocked. If you're headed westbound after Route 7 on your approach towards the Capitol Beltway, also same story, left lane blocked there. If you're headed on I-95 or 395, otherwise things looking okay. If you're headed southbound on Branch Avenue on your approach towards Surratt's Road, rather it's right after Surratt's Road, the far left lane still blocked with the crash activity. Northbound side of I-295 is slow on your approach towards the Suitland Parkway for the work zone. Only has a single lane getting by. Same story headed southbound after Pennsylvania Avenue headed towards the Suitland Parkway. The work crew has just a single lane getting by. That, of course, is causing delays back onto the southeast-southwest freeway as folks are leaving the city. New York Avenue seems to be up to speed. No issues near Bladensburg Road. Uh, they have had a work crew there near the Costco for a few days now. Unclear if they're out there once again tonight. However, while we're talking about it, South Dakota Avenue is dealing with an accident scene there by Decatur Street. So watch out for that. Got some delays in either direction. Westbound side of the Bay Bridge, two right lanes blocked, single left lane gets by there. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore with your Sunday morning forecast. Well, as we go through the second half of your weekend, we are tracking showers. Rain is likely on and off throughout the day. This could lead to isolated instances of flooding, so please be careful out there. Temperatures will be on the Lower side, upper 70s for this afternoon. We will have a cooler day for your Sunday. Patchy fog is also a possibility. Now, rain actually lingers through your Sunday night and into your Monday, with shower chances on and off on Monday. High temperatures on Monday will work their way back into the low to mid 80s. Monday night, rain is likely, and we could see some showers Tuesday, but Tuesday will bring with it improving conditions. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 80s, mostly sunny skies for your Tuesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Most of the shower activity drifting off to the north and west for Pennsylvania, but pockets remaining in Prince George's County along the Route 50 corridor and some more in Fairfax County drifting into southern parts of Montgomery County now. It is 75 at Reagan National Airport, 70 at Dulles, 74. BWI Marshall Airport brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Just ahead, Amazon still trying to digest its years-old acquisition of Whole Foods. 121. As the real estate market turns, now more than ever, you need to turn to Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. This is Dave Johnson. I know interest rates are changing. What's the state of the market? Jennifer Young and her team have the options and strategies to sell homes fast and for more money. I know this from experience. Well, Ali had a great experience in both selling and buying with Jennifer's team. In selling the current home, well, there are multiple offers the very first day. Jennifer's team helped them decide which offer was the best. They accepted an offer that was twice. $22,000 of the list price. To find their next home, Jennifer's team took them to see numerous homes over six weeks. Once they found the home they wanted, the Jennifer's team helped them craft an offer that was accepted, even though it wasn't the highest offer. Yeah, Ali's mortgage company said in this market, that's unheard of. Ali couldn't be happier with the experience with Jennifer's team. So like Ali and I did, make the connection with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes at 877-611-SELL or online at jenniferyounghomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Had to cut back recently? Well then, listen up. The free Upside app wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back on gas and food. It's time to stop compromising. Go grab dinner with friends, stock up at the grocery store, and fill up your tank without worrying about high gas prices. You shouldn't have to cut back just because of inflation. So stop compromising and start earning cash back. The free Upside app is here to help you get back to enjoying your everyday life. 
worry-free. Download Upside and start earning cash back on gas and food today. Download the free Upside app and use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code C-U-T-B-A-C-K for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Stop compromising and start earning cash back with the free app. With the free app from Upside. This is WTOP News at 123. Should D.C. get rid of tips? A judge's ruling will let voters decide that. Ruling Initiative 82 will be on D.C.'s November ballot. If it passes, employers would have to start paying workers the city's minimum wage, which will be rising to around $16 by 2027. Supporters are celebrating, saying everyone should be paid a full wage by their employers. Opponents say passage of the measure will make it harder for independent restaurants to stay in business. Bikes ruled the road Saturday morning in D.C. 9,000 cyclists enjoying 20 miles of car-free roads for the D.C. bike ride. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. The ride attracts locals like Remy Vasquez from Prince George's County. True joy just to be on the road with no cars. It'd be great. <laughs> but also tourists like Chris from North Carolina. But we haven't been here for a while. We had, last time we were in D.C. was 40 years ago. Fairly avid bikers, and this was something different, so we thought we'd try it out. Course stretches from the Tidal Basin to Georgetown and the U.S. Capitol. Along the route was plenty of pit stops to take pictures around the city and even free ice cream. Aisha Gray with Care First helped organize the event. That's a first. I'm personally here for the ice cream. At the Tidal Basin, Luke Luker, WTOP News. Today is your last chance to see something very special in the middle of the National Mall. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. It's cool, isn't it? It is the coolest. Kimberly Crosby Scott of the district stopped to take a look at this 1963 Chrysler turbine car. The bronze-colored two-door has a revolutionary power plant for a car. And this was, you know, jet propulsion. It was looking for alternative fuels. That's Diane Parker with the Haggerty Drivers Foundation, which is behind the cars at the Capitol display. A handful of these cars were given to consumers to test out, and this is only one of three running examples that remain. A good guess at its value would be in seven-figure territory. You can see it here on the mall between the National Air and Space Museum and the National Gallery of Art. John Aaron, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Amazon's nearly $14 billion acquisition of Whole Foods five years ago continues to evolve. Bloomberg reporter Matt Day says Whole Foods is taking on other supermarket companies that are now starting to offer organic items. Their sales growth was slowing because all those big chains, Kroger, Walmart, Albertsons, it all started stocking organics, all started stocking natural products and really going after Whole Foods. So under Amazon, they definitely have some financial firepower to, to kind of reinvent themselves and maybe see if they can expand on their own terms. Day adds that some analysts believe Whole Foods should focus on its original mission and not try to combat bigger rivals. There's actually a school of thought out there in grocery land that they are better off not even doing that, not touting that. A lot of the reason people go into Whole Foods to begin with is they want a good cut of salmon or they want cosmetic product that doesn't have ingredients that shouldn't be in cosmetics. They're known for their standards, they're known for their high quality, and that's a lot of the reason people shop there to begin with. Plus, Amazon is also opening grocery stores under its own name. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ann Cates on WTLP. Ahead after traffic and weather, page after page of history being written by the minute in the UK, where the new king is acclaimed and the late queen's funeral arrangements are announced. Stay with us. Plenty to share on this Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, 
always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.